0: Hello, great to see you again, and welcome back for another installment of Planning Wisdom of the Super Rich. I'm your host, Ryan Ruff. I've got Devang Patel standing by. He'll be joining me momentarily. But first, look, we want to thank you for finding your way back to the show. As you know, each episode, Devang and I unpack a new complex financial topic, but we break it down into some manageable terms for you specifically. I mean, hey, it's in the name of the show, Planning Wisdom of the Super Rich. We want to take those strategies, those concepts that the super rich are applying to their wealth portfolio, as well as the same conversations that Devang is having with these clients. And ultimately, you know, take some lessons learned that could be applied to your portfolio down the road, regardless of whether or not you have that same level of wealth. Today, we've got a great topic lined up for you, a topic that most of us are pretty familiar with, but it does have a lot of inner workings that often go overlooked, and when overlooked, can result in some big-time problems. The topic of the day, preparing heirs for their inheritance. See what I mean? Let's go ahead and bring Devang Patel on now, and uh, we'll get our conversation started. Devang, how are you doing this morning? Good to see you.
1: I'm doing great. Looking forward to uh, the discussion today.
0: Yeah, we've got a good one. Like I mentioned, it's a topic that most of us are familiar with, you know, preparing an, you know, an heir. you know, being a beneficiary of some sort of inheritance. But there tends to be some issues along the way. And that's what we're going to unpack. And we're we'll all, you know, suggest some strategies maybe to uh, navigate around some of those issues. So, Devang, you know, I think that's the that's the best place for us to start today when you're looking at an inheritance, specifically an inheritance that comes from maybe a family or a business owner with significant assets, that's a big deal, right? I mean, that could change a beneficiary's life overnight. You know, we think about, uh, you know, giving money or giving an estate, giving a business over to a, a younger generation, a kid of ours, a child, and, and thinking that it's going to, you know, change their life for the better and make things great. But Inheritances can be a little bit of a double-edged sword, if you will, aren't they? Can you can you share some light uh, for us on that?
1: So, Ryan, this is my favorite topic of all. Uh, what you said is right. Inheriting money comes with plenty of benefits, of course, from being less worried or being no longer worried, depending on the amount of money your money you're inheriting, about paying for life's necessities to enjoying advantages of affluence like spending more money on luxury goods, getting that uh, Louis Vuitton bag, affording a top tier education for your kids and not having to worry about it, uh, and so on. So, inheritors often find that some of life's key stumbling blocks are no longer in their path. In my view, money is really not the issue. It's the ignorance of the money that is the issue. That said, an inheritance, even a huge one, doesn't automatically mean a worry-free life of ease. The reality is that inheriting money or wealth can create unique challenges and conflicts, both internal and external. Uh, A windfall can be the root of significant problems for your heads and -hmm. therefore for you also. There's a reason why in most wealthy families, Ryan, money doesn't last multiple generations. This is saying shirt sleeve to shirt sleeve in three generation or something equivalent in all countries around the world
0: right you know Devang, you mentioned something there that i want to hit on and that's internal and external conflicts i mean like you had mentioned the inheritor the beneficiary receives this you know chunk of wealth you think hey all is great in the world but no there are some conflicts that come along the way could you shed some light for us now on on what those internal and external conflicts look like
1: sure ryan inheriting a sizable fortune can be confusing to some inheritors very often, significant wealth goes hand in hand with status and power, which sometimes leads to heirs abusing their position. For example, they can become narcissists or bullies using their wealth and justification for cruelty or boorish behavior. But then some inheritors, Ryan, feel trapped and isolated. They find the money has set them apart and they have difficulty building trust and dealing with other people. Often inheritors who think they don't deserve the money end up feeling guilty. They ask themselves, why me? And the family money is an anchor holding them down instead of lifting them up. So there can be a lot of emotional or psychological hurdles that make an inheritance anything but easy or fun.
0: Gotcha. So Devang, ultimately, how do you start addressing this? You know, these external and internal conflicts and ultimately helping the heirs? How do you start this process?
1: Ryan, one of our big beliefs is that this is, it's often helpful to start by looking at how some of the wealthiest, most successful families addressing key financial matters and challenges have done it. We find that the so-called super rich families, we are talking about net worth of 500 million or more, tend to take the right steps and implement smart plans, especially in regards to how their heirs access and manage inherited wealth. So looking at them as a model for guidance makes a lot of sense. The strategies can potentially inform your own action plan, regardless of whether you are giving the money or receiving it.
0: Gotcha. So, so when you're looking at your dealings with those super rich families, the very affluent, and and uh, you're seeing some of the strategies that they're implementing or maybe not implementing when it comes to passing wealth. You know, what are some lessons learned that we can take from some of your dealings with you know the super rich?
1: In our experience, Ryan, we find that most wealth creators want to pass the results of their hard work and commitment to their kids and the other loved ones. Mm -hmm. So they focus on financial matters. The aim here is to be tax efficient in transferring the wealth, especially with the new laws that might be proposed by the current uh, regime. For instance, there are significant tax strategies that can be employed to mitigate intergenerational loss of family wealth, a key concern of the super rich. This aspect of transferring the family wealth is the most straightforward for most wealthy families. But if that's all you're focused on, you're missing a key piece in the puzzle. The second consideration is ensuring that the heirs will be smart about the money. This is where we see the most successful families really differentiating themselves in terms of how they view wealth and inheritances. A major concern of the super rich wealth creators is that the inheritors will misuse the wealth they were given. They believe rightly so, in our opinion, that being given control of a large amount of money and being able to make wise decisions do not always align. But, and this is important, it's not just those super rich wealth creators who are concerned about the ability of their hairs to manage their inheritance. It's often also the hairs themselves. It can be easy for the inheritors to mismanage their fortunes, and we find that many inheritors recognize that. This means hairs need to be well prepared for the day when they received their inheritances.
0: Sure. So let's talk about that preparation, Devang. Where do you begin with ultimately trying to foster that level of, of financial intelligence among the heirs who who may one day you know benefit from the family's level of wealth? Where do you start with fostering that level of intelligence?
1: Ryan, a good place to start is with the present. Mm-hmm. We look at, uh, from the starting point, the understanding of how inheriting wealth might affect hairs lives is seeing how the money is impacting them today where do they uh, get? when they uh, get into their teens majority of the inheritors have some idea that they are wealthy right? today attempts by parents to hide or downplay their affluence are not realistic as an example we have a wealthy family that flies business class but they try to tell their kids that they are not as affluent. That just doesn't jive. Here, should also consider their answers to questions such as, number one, is wealth a source of terrific possibilities, a source of horrific problems, or some combination of both? Number two, how is money affecting your life? Number three, is wealth the cause of a serious relationship problems? And if so, what and with whom are they? And finally, number four, To what extent do you define yourself by your family's money? What would happen if the money vanished? Ryan, in addition, parents should also assess the ability of their children to manage their inheritances. If the children are not up to job, what steps need to be taken to ensure that they become capable and will not waste their inheritances? One of my coaches, Lee Brower, uses a Brower quadrant where there are four quadrants that they look at, wealth, which is where most families spend bulk of their time looking at. But then they also look at family values, which is where they look at what are the core values the family has like relationship. The quadrant number three is experience, less education, all the experiences good and bad the family had and what lessons Mm -hmm. the family got out of that. And finally, the last quadrant is core charity. And what we find is successful, super rich families, are successful if they focus on all four quadrants the families that typically are not as successful are the ones who only focus on the wealth piece
0: Sure, sure. It's a multifaceted approach that you should take and not only just looking at the finances as a whole, but obviously, therefore, educating your future heirs that will one day be benefiting from this. So then essentially what I'm gathering from that, Devang, is that once you get a good idea uh, on the heirs' current views of wealth and their current abilities for dealing with their level of wealth, does that ultimately inform you of the future steps then to, on how to educate that given heir?
1: Absolutely, Ryan. Chances are that you'll find that there is a range among the hairs in terms of their ability to intelligently and prudently handle significant wealth. That means different heirs will probably need different approaches to wealth education in order to best handle their inheritances. It can be detrimental to hand over a control of the assets without taking these factors into account. One of the wealthiest families in the world learned it the hard way. Cornelius Vanderbilt was one of the wealthiest person in the world when he was alive. Over 100 years later, almost none of his lineage descendants are millionaires from their inherited wealth. I'm sure it won't surprise you to hear that many of these different ideas about how best to teach the heirs about money. A lot of professionals focus on educating heirs about wealth management, teaching them fundamental differences such as what's the difference between a stock and a bond, what are the different methods of asset allocation. The lessons also tend to deal with different possible estate planning strategies include how a trust would work, but we see a problem with this. This approach is generally appealing to those inheritors who want to handle the mechanics of wealth management. However, we find that most inheritors are not interested in this type of detail.
0: Right. Yeah, that's uh, you. You took the words right out of my mouth. And the next question that begs to be offered is, Okay, sure, there are some of those individuals, the heirs that are interested in wealth management who have a genuine interest in carrying that level of wealth forward. But then there's the other set. There's the other set of heirs that don't really Care about wealth management as a whole aren't necessarily privy to some of those details. So therefore, for those individuals, Devang, is there any kind of approach uh, to educating that type of heir that might be more appealing or resonating better with that individual than um, you know another inheritor?
1: Sure, an approach we find to be very effective uh, across all type of inheritors is to focus on how response, how to be responsible with their wealth. Mm. This means giving them a good understanding of the bigger picture. You know, by knowing what they want to achieve financially and being attuned to what is going on with their money, they can be making much more informed decisions. Even if the assets are in trust, HAIRs are best served if they understand how the trust has been set up, what they are designed to accomplish. That way, HAIRs can better ensure that what is uh, going on in the trust is actually what's supposed to be happening. What we find is a lot of the times the heirs they really don't know how the trust work and why they were set up in first place. A second key aspect, Ryan, of teaching heirs to be responsible for their wealth is giving them the ability to effectively select and work with the professionals, such as lawyers, accountants and wealth managers. Part of that means empowering the heirs to know how to avoid the pretenders, the professionals who want to do a good job for their clients, but lack the requisite skills pretenders can be detrimental to the hair's financial well-being An example is a very wealthy family the uh, one of the hairs who inherited the money was dealing with their friend who was an advisor and ended up blowing up all their assets more problematic especially if hairs receive significant sums is the possibility of being exploited by predators grifters and the like significant wealth is a magnet for all manners of financial predators so having the skill to identify such people before they do harm to you is really a necessity for most inheritors and one they really appreciate having. For example, there is a reason why a lot of people who win lottery end up losing their wealth in few years due to some of the above reasons that I mentioned.
0: Right, exactly. It is a magnet. Wealth is, uh, you know, you find people coming out of the woodwork sometimes when when a level of wealth is generated and, and, um, you know, for lack of a better expression, try to take advantage of that wealth in some instances or another. So uh, shifting gears slightly, is there anything else that, you know, family matriarchs or patriarchs should be thinking about when it comes to preparing their heirs for an inheritance over, you know, educating them overall, Devang?
1: Yes, Another big area where inheritor education efforts can be really helpful is in how inheritors potentially can use their money to better the life of others. This is part of the stewardship of inheritance, and it may involve a deep discussion of values and importance of using wealth to have a positive impact in the community or the world at large. Discussion about philanthropy and causes of importance to the family should help the ball get rolling there. Additionally, uh, there may be a need to discuss issues of money and self-esteem. As new wealth can produce feelings of anxiety, even worthlessness among some of the heirs. This is often seen when inheritors' self-worth is too much tied to their wealth, which fuels an intense fear of losing. And therefore, if they think that they lose their wealth, they might end up losing their self-esteem. Delving into ideas that help separate people's wealth from their overall sense of self-worth can help foster a more comfortable relationship between an inheritor and his inheritance.
0: Right, and Devang, one thing that I I certainly want to touch base on here is you know hey this show is planning wisdom of the super rich. Obviously, we're taking lessons learned, we're taking practices from the super rich, and you know plucking uh, some of those strategies so that maybe you could utilize you being our audience could utilize some of these strategies. So I want to be clear here. You don't necessarily need to be inheriting some enormous sum of wealth for these types of educational efforts to be important and helpful and should be stressed for those future heirs, correct? This should be done for any level of wealth regardless of the size of a given inheritance, right Devang?
1: Absolutely Ryan, of course you don't have to be anywhere near the super rich level of affluence to benefit from getting your heirs ready to receive an inheritance from you someday. The key, Ryan, is to get going well before the day comes when the assets are transferred. Encourage your hairs to think about their views, values, attitudes towards the money and wealth, and how this might change if their bottom line suddenly had additional zeros. In particular, help them understand some financial basics and smart ways to size up any professional that they may encounter down the road. Armed with the self-awareness and a strong foundation of financial knowledge, your hairs potentially can get the most From the money that you leave behind
0: right right so devang we've covered a lot in terms of what family matriarchs and patriarchs should be doing to foster you know that level of intelligence uh to ultimately prepare the heir of their inheritance we've given them a lot of nuggets a lot of lessons a lot of things to consider that being said who is my last question who should families then turn to for help with educating the heirs and ultimately preparing them for the wealth that may one day be theirs
1: well, the first and probably best resource is your current wealth manager that the client mm. should look at especially if your children already know him or her and right. see that he or she is a trusted advisor to the family from there it may depend on the specific issues that the family wants to address for example maybe the wealth manager will enlist an expert in financial psychology to help a family deal with issues around wealth and meaning or affluent and self-worth or perhaps a philanthropy focused professional is brought in to discuss concepts around doing well by helping others. The really good news is that there are so many resources out there that family can enlist.
0: Sure. Not only the families themselves, the matriarch and patriarch, having these conversations throughout even the the heir's upbringing, let alone to the point where, um, you know, where the inheritance is, is being transferred. Uh, but then additionally having the professional help of utilizing your your family's wealth manager or a wealth manager to begin with to assist with this process can only better prepare that heir for inheritance down the road. So Devang, thank you so much for joining us today uh, to kind of shed some light on this topic. You know, it is something that we're pretty for, you know, most people are familiar with. But again, there are a lot of these inner workings, a lot of those internal, external conflicts that we want to make sure that heirs are aware of and then ultimately prepared for when the time comes. So Devang, thank you again for your time today. We really appreciate you. Thank you, Ryan. And look, we want to thank you, our audience, our viewers, for being here with us today for another great episode. If you liked what you saw, you liked what you heard, feel free to comment, subscribe, share this information with friends and family. We'd love to ultimately help provide some you know, tips, if you will, for your respective portfolios given Devang and his experiences with the affluent and his super rich clients. Well, for Devang Patel, I'm Ryan Ruff saying so long. And we thank you so much for joining us for today's edition of Planning Wisdom of the Super Rich.